that was almost good morning. That, that good was, afternoon. Good, that was also one of those like if somebody farted type things. Like, no, it's the, we're extra. <laughs> we have extra today. We're on high um, citrus bliss today. Good afternoon. Oh, and now I smell it. You smell it. Well, I we, we, we're making up for yesterday because we didn't use it yesterday. And I just asked you, how do we use this thing? And you said, well, put four drops in it. So I did you, four drops. I don't, I, what, what would I were, know? Were like dashes. Dashes. Kind of like dashes. <laughs> but that's okay. Well, we're good. Happy Wednesday. Very good. Very <laughs> happy good. Wednesday and welcome to Live from Rabs from Inside. Uh, a very quiet Rabs Country Lane. Uh, it's Wednesday, which typically Michael and Jimmy would be here working behind us. Uh, they took the afternoon off since they worked yesterday, so it's extra quiet today. Yeah. Uh, however, a reappearance in our studio audience. Yeah, mom is back today. God forbid she stayed home one day. So as <laughs> soon as they, you know, she would have come uh, straight from the hospital. She would have had them drop her off here, but... <laughs> Uh, we were closed, so they brought her home, and uh, yeah, she's doing good. Had the nurse visit this morning, and uh, she's good as new. She's uh, good as new. We just have to keep remembering to uh, make sure she drinks water. So she's got coffee. Yeah, uh, okay. Well, Greta, it's nice to see you up and out. You look good. We missed you. Glad you're feeling better. Uh, Jim Hagen is trying to get your attention now. Hi, Jim. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, are you are you are you okay today? Are you are you I'm better right. today? I'm all right. Yes, we. I believe the painting <laughs> is completed in the shop. Okay. I came in. I was the only one here for a little while, so I didn't see any activity. So yes, you snuck in and, and got I some. Snuck in and uh, uh, Ray is doing the last coat. Uh, on the bottom, and um, yeah, I think uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna start moving things stuff around. back. Is we're that what this start is? Putting stuff back. Liz, is that what this is? This is the key for moving things back. Yes, it is for moving things back. <laughs> and uh, it'll be nice to get. It'll be nice to get that. You know, looking back to uh, normal again. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to. Yeah, it's like a nice fresh coat of paint. We're gonna uh, clean the floors before uh, before we reopen, and you know, sanitize everything. Obviously, but I have to laugh as we, you know, every day is another adventure here. So there's always something, and we've yes. moved multiple times. But every time we move, we leave stuff behind, <laughs> and so scattered through the there's stuff center. scattered all over the concourse, and the I mean, it's not now. Today I spent time, I got rid of garbage. There's a cart there ready to go out. We had garbage by the front counter. It just became the, the cardboard pile. And the, right. Okay, just leave stuff here because nobody's here to look at it. Meanwhile, I'm usually the one that's yelling at everybody. Uh, why is it still why sitting here? Why is it here? still sitting here? Uh, so it was my own fault. Uh, but it's nice. We're getting there so that when we uh, start truly coming in to do our deep clean before we open, uh, I don't have somebody like Thomas Vitale telling me <laughs> you. this is in the way. And I this, <laughs> If Thomas was here, and I don't know if Thomas was watching, but if Thomas was here, he might have had a heart attack just seeing some of the piles that we had. The funny <laughs> thing with Thomas is we have him really trained really well because he'll come in before his shift ends and he wants to empty the garbage. 
In the office. In the office. But Frankie and I are a little strange in a way that we don't like to empty our garbage during the day. We would rather wait until we leave that night just in case. Naz, it's not strange. I'm something sorry. Made it Things have the gotten through, including an envelope of cash. If you remember that tobacco, we were looking for an envelope. It had like 20, 30 bucks, whatever it was. And uh, it got slipped into the trash. And so it got picked up and brought out. So even before that, we were like, whoa, don't touch my, don't touch my shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's leave the garbage right where it is. So we, uh, yeah. I think anybody that works in an office has, has their own, um, their own ways that. Well, that's a way. That's, that is a way. And I'm not <laughs> cranky. But <laughs> Liz, you made your mother cranky. She's not. Cr she's not cranky. She, before she was a little cranky. She's all right now. She was missing Greta, so she was a little cranky when Greta wasn't here too. She was, and Anthony, we certainly can't wait to be open as well. Uh, hey, so yesterday uh, we had Jessica B. Phillips from Historic Richmond Town on great. with us. She was great. She really was. And uh, I hope if you didn't see yesterday's show, you go back and check it out. Uh, I I'll say it again. It's one of the – Richmond Town is one of our cultural institutions. When you can uh, get out and, and go enjoy, uh, please visit and support uh, the institutions here on Staten Island and and within our, our great city. We, for too, too long, we take it for granted – and there are some there are great spaces to really see. Yeah. Uh, Vicky just wanted to make sure we gave a, a shout out, a gold star for Thomas for doing his job. Yes. Uh, when Vicky used to be in the office on a daily <laughs> basis, she had a little gold star in the cabinet that she'd flash off. Uh, so check out the interview. We've had we've had a great week, uh, and I mean today we've got a great show. We've got an awesome guest with us today. Yep. And uh, we're gonna con continue that nice ride to the upcoming week because we're here until further notice, Naz. UFN and uh, just feels like it's getting extended. <laughs> Keep getting pushed out longer. We were excited when we got the extended date for our show to make. Yeah, foolishly we were excited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why we weren't were we really excited, excited about that. <laughs> we should have been on the air for like a week and then you know That's... everything back to normal. But yeah, didn't happen so, that way. So much for that, right? But that's all right. We're going to be here, uh, and hopefully we're entertaining you, and we know you're entertaining us. Uh, so keep on watching. Uh, Naz, did you happen to see the trailer for Pete Davidson's new movie? I didn't. King of Staten Island. Self-proclaimed King of Staten Island. I watched it this morning. I watched the trailer this morning. I'm impressed. I was really concerned. And I, I like Pete. Pete's a bowler. Pete, Pete does come here. Yeah, we like Pete. Um, the last time we saw Pete, it was before his last episode, actually, sadly enough. Um, I was a little concerned about the whole image uh, that being portrayed of Staten Island, right. New York City. Right. And because I Because we've say, had some pretty not nice portrayals yeah. of And I have to say, Staten I'm actually Island. I'm actually impressed. It looks it looks funny. Yeah. He's a wacky person to begin with, but I I have to say it's not as I think people are give it give it a bad rap right away they because they see it's him. Right, it's him. And then right. if it, it's about Staten Island. But and I, he he is pretty critical. And he does mock Staten Island a lot, um, on uh, sometimes on his social media and on Saturday Night Live when it comes up. But he's uh, a yeah. he's funny though. He is he's a he's funny, funny guy. You want to know funny. who I saw actually advertising it on Twitter it was Ben Stiller. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
That's how I, that's how I stumbled upon it. <laughs> and of course your daughter would say he hates Staten Island. He does and he doesn't, right? It's, it's what he knows. And so when he does, he makes fun of it because he hates it. But at the same time, he lives here. Right. He lives in the basement of his mother's house. Which is and he makes funny. fun of that at the right, same time. Right, right. Uh, anyway, uh, so I have to say, uh, self-proclaimed king of Staten Island. Many people here can argue that they are the king of Staten Island. But you know what? He gets, Lord knows he gets we have a bowling center full of them when we're full. Kings. <laughs> Yeah, the kings only, and queens. The only the only king I am is what uh, Jimmy Episcopia calls me, boy king. He's the boy king. <laughs> Definitely is appropriate nickname. Uh, so uh, check out the trailer. I I I, I think it's cool. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna I make it cool. Make, uh, I think it's oh, funny. speaking of trailers, announcements. Oh, <laughs> speaking of announcements, you have an announcement. Is it breaking uh, news? No, it was breaking news yesterday, I believe, but we didn't talk about it. Is that um. Uh, over a year early, they are releasing uh, Hamilton, the movie. Oh, of course you would mention this. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton, the movie, will be on Disney+. Plus July 3rd. July 3rd, which I've already blocked off on my calendar. And uh, I have proclaimed it my uh, a day of doing, I will be preparing all day to watch it. <laughs> I don't know what time it's going to be on, but I, I, I'm, and I may need, I may need July fourth. Oh well, it's a holiday anyway, so it works off perfectly. We're closed anyway. Because I was going to take the day off. Uh, they're on my on, was, on the table. Anyway, so yeah, I'm super. It's right where I left them last week. Super excited. Hey, Rob. It still Hello. doesn't. Hello. Oh, good thing the exterminator keeps uh, keeps coming. We don't have any problems, thank God. <laughs> even with leaving some garbage out. Uh, so thank you, Rob. Uh, so yes, so I'm super. Right. Uh, you, listen, you would be excited. Frankie knows yeah. how I feel about Hamilton, and um, even though I haven't seen it yet, um, and it, it seems like it's going to be a while longer before I get to see it, uh, I'm excited. So excited. I, I, I am too. Say, so, hey, we, we've got a special guest with us today. I want to I uh, bring her in. Bring her in, Coley Edison. The the, the new, I mean, it's not even new anymore. She's not even, it's not new anymore. Right. <laughs> uh, the CEO of the Bowlers Association. Hi, Coley. Oh, maybe she can't hear us. She's muted. Unmute. Banned from the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that before. You're on mute. Unmute yourself. There you go. How are you? Now she can't speak. Oh, no. No. Oh, she's got a nice microphone. She's got a you fancy microphone. Oh, there you go. Fancy. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hey, yeah, we can testing, hear you now. Testing, testing. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, right. I'm not. I'm not on you. Hold on. You're good now. You're good now. Can you hear me? Hear me? Yep. Who is that? Kevin? Yes, can you hear me? Hear me? Yes. yes. Okay, yeah, I am doing well. Thank you so much. I am uh, up here in Rockland County, so not far from home, where we've been for. And this is my this is my sister in law's childhood bedroom. Oh. <laughs> That's exciting. It's an exciting place to be hanging out. Okay. There you go. If you uh, did, did you have it playing in the background? Maybe that's why uh, the sound was off there. Hello. Yeah. Can you hear? Can you? You can hear us. We can hear you beautifully. 
What's Cake happening? Take a roll. Hi, <laughs> Polly. Hi. Okay, now I can hear you. You can hear oh, me. Oh, right. yes. Oh, hey. <laughs> we heard that you're in your your sister-in-law's childhood bedroom. Yes. Okay. Um, so these maps. I don't know what these are maps of. Um, I don't know what these books are, but I'm happy to be here and I'm healthy. That's that's important. So maybe you could find like a childhood book and start just read yourself a, a funny, a, a good story. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so welcome and thank you for for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Uh, you know, you're the new face of the PBA, and I think we're excited. And uh, you've been sharing your some visions and and excitement for what the PBA is going to look like in the future. And I, I think it's fantastic. And so, hey, I, I, jump right in one. Uh, so uh, you, you you take this job at Bullmore. Did you ever see yourself in a position like this where you'd be running the PBA tour? Running the show. <laughs> no, it's, it's really funny. So I always I say I grew up in a town not far from where you all are called East Brunswick, New Jersey. Obviously, Brunswick is a bowling brand. And I went to a school called Tulane University. Uh, we bowl on lanes. So I think whether <laughs> or not... Bowling was always going to play an important part of my life. But no, I got into my career in this industry really through the entertainment and media side of things. My first job was at Bullmore in Union Square in the heart of New York City. Um, and I was a promotions coordinator. So I was booking DJs for our special events. Um, so I didn't really know the competitive side at that time. And then over the course of my now 12 years uh, working in the bowling industry, I've come to have a very deep passion for not only the recreational side of bowling, but the sport of bowling as well. And so this position is something that I think I've been working toward, whether I knew it or not. So reality TV to Bullmore, uh, <laughs> to the, the CEO of TV, how oh, cool is that? You mentioned that. <laughs> no, I think, you know, I was, um, for, for so long, my worlds have really intertwined between that media and entertainment background, my business acumen, and the sport. So I've, it's really been nice to be in this role now and putting them all together. That's cool. And, and your excitement I, I certainly share, it, it, it shows. Uh, and, and I mean, in this day and age, we need that. We need someone young, visionary, yep. that's ready to, to ready to take this and move it forward. So uh, obviously we're, we're sitting here. And, and so in New York, we call it the shit happening around us. That's the, that's the running joke that we've got. Uh, so, you know, you shut down the PBA tour essentially, right? So in the middle of a uh, middle of events, uh, we've got to make a decision and we're shutting it down. Uh, so walk us through a little bit about, hey, uh, we've got to do what we have to do. Right. And then what, what comes next? Yeah, so our players were out in Las Vegas for the World Series of Bowling, which is undoubtedly one of the largest events on the PBA tour. Um, and we were taking things, I'm telling you, minute by minute, hour by hour. So over that last weekend, which uh, we've been there, we've been practicing and we had been had qualifying matches for two weeks. And leading up to that March 11th day, which many people really call the turning point of this whole thing, new information was coming in, um, new shutdowns were happening. And so it was really key to say, hey, we have to stop what we're doing. The safety of our athletes, our crew and our staff is what comes first. So we made the decision to really focus on the one event that we had all of the qualifying done for, and that was the world champs. So the World Series of Bowling was supposed to have the animal patterns and then finish with the World Championship event. We moved that up to Sunday. All other players besides the guys that were actually bowling on that show were sent home. We didn't want anybody just hanging out in Vegas. I actually got on one of the last flights out to Vegas because I told my team, I will never ask you to do something that I'm not comfortable doing myself. 
So I got on a plane. I got to Vegas. I was there for the world champs. We had a giant thing of Purell on set. Uh, everybody did a great job. And the funniest, the, the irony of it is that, you know, you guys know Jason Belmonte won that event. He has never won a PBA tour title in front of his family. We yeah. have no audience members there except his family. And he was able to bring home, you know, I get the chills. He was able to bring home that major title in front of his, his family. We uh, closed the event we sent everybody home and we said we're postponed indefinitely. Yeah, and so Jason was here in the beginning of of, of us doing this, the streaming, and he talked about that experience. And it, every every pro that's been on the show with us, that's the, they all said the same thing. Yeah, they all lean back to when you talk about their most memorable moment. It's in front. Of, it's always in front of their yes, family. Yes. Something to your point, they don't get to do very often. So yeah, it was it was awesome to watch. Of course, you want electrifying crowds and you want all that, but. Uh, that alone had its own awesome story. Well, I will tell you, I think that, because I'm working on some stuff, that we're going to make a big announcement in the next, probably by the end of this week, a big announcement is going to come from the PBA. And I could say that we are one of the sports where, yes, it's nice to have your family and friends, but it doesn't make or break our events. You know, when you watch a baseball game, the crowd, the energy is definitely part of that. And same with the NBA. It's tied into the fabric of those games. For the PBI, I think we can make really compelling television without necessarily having fans. And so that's something that we'll be leaning into um, in the summer months. I, that, that's awesome. And, and listen, we, gotta look, we, we have to look forward to something, right? Uh, and so uh, planning ahead. And again, it's, it's the land of uncertainty. So of course we need to plan ahead and get to that part. Uh, and then the fall swing is here before you know it, right? So here comes the fall. And then what does that look like, right? Yeah, and for us, you know, I'm very thankful for our relationship with Fox. Um, we are working hand in hand with them every step of the way to try to find the dates that will work because we want to do this. If we can't do it in front of a live audience in a center, we want that the biggest audience at home. So it's really important that we're finding the right dates on the calendar to get all of our tour in. And our goal is to finish the 2020 tour um, and then probably head right into 2021. So as soon as we can uh, get those things finalized. But again, as you know, it, there's so much uncertainty. Will college football come back? Will college basketball come back? You know, what's the MLB going to do? What is, you know, we know a little bit NHL isn't coming back. So all these moving pieces, is NFL going to play when they say they are going to? All these moving pieces will help determine when the PBA tour will be on air. Yeah. And, and talk a little bit about Fox. So Fox, we, you, it, the PBA makes this transition from ESPN to Fox. And, you know, some people right away go, oh, Fox Sports. No, no, you know, that's, that's not ESPN. But wait a second. This is so much bigger than that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the important thing is to have a partner who is as passionate as you are about your property. There was a lot of peace. As passionate <laughs> as you are about your property and uh, in a partner. And I see that in Fox. So while we produce all of our content, Fox is able to give us dynamic elements that help you know, elevate the technology, the look and feel. You guys have seen Strike Track, which we have now. That was always something that we wanted, but we could never do with ESPN. We're finally able to do it because Fox is investing in our property. And um, in the first year from ESPN going to Fox, we saw viewership increase 100%. Uh, just in this season alone, on top of that, we're up about 25%. And in key demographics, we're up 160%. Now. Why do you guys care about key demographics? That doesn't really matter. Let me tell you why. Key demographic growth equals more advertisers and sponsors who are interested in putting money into the tour, which equals bigger prize funds, 
for our athletes. So it works full circle. So that's why when it comes to viewership and media support, we're really, really happy with the Fox partnership. So so who are the key demographics? Um, you know, it's your 18 to 34 year old male um, who is the, the heart of a sports watcher. Um, I think 18 to 34 year olds in general are something that the PBA hasn't necessarily been able to reach for a really long time. And it's important for the growth of our sport. We love our Hall of Famers and we love our senior bowlers, but we need to look forward. And we have so many bowlers on the tour now who are in their early 20s. And we need to build up that fan base for them so that we can continue to grow and have a future for the sport. So I think it's really important. The slogan that I've been championing, championing this year is uh, it's all about honoring tradition while embracing change. That's awesome. And I do think that uh, too many people don't realize the trickle-down effect from having that group invest, that core group of uh, that viewership invested because it trickles down to the youth leagues. Exactly. And, uh, and, I, and I spoke at a BPAA conference and I said, there's a real cycle here. So I know that you might think, oh, well, Bolero, they're the big company that owns all these bowling centers and they care about the PBA, but they really care only about their bowling centers. It couldn't be further from the truth. The way that I see it is if we create a dynamic, entertaining product on television, that means more people are watching bowling and more people are going bowling. And they're not just going bowling at Bolero centers, they're going bowling at independent and mom and pop owned centers across the country. So I think that proprietors need to be working on behalf of the PBA and pushing our product too, because we want to continue to grow that cycle and to feed the next generation of bowlers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and to your point, you, you do that through aspirational value. And so uh, that next generation, of, we, and we've been talking, every, everybody we talk to, uh, the same, we ask them about the upcoming, the upcoming uh, group and they're all excited because there's, yeah. and there's so many different stars that can be made out of that next group that's coming up uh, yeah. through the ranks. So uh, they need to have this platform in order to do that. So it's good that it's 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 great that it's still here because I think we worried uh, for a period of time that, hey, there may not be a PBA tour tomorrow. And so for, for Bolero to turn around and go, okay, you know what? We're gonna make this investment. It says a lot about the company and of course, investing in our sport as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's now, you know, a core part of who we are as a business. And for me, it's, you know, it's the growth of my passion into the next iteration of uh, bowling and entertainment. What's been the most exciting thing you've worked on in, in your time uh, in this role? Um, I mean, every day is something new. Leading up to our Bolero's purchase of the PBA was the Bolero Elite Series. So that was really a challenge for me and my team that... I have been super proud of. We built that entire tournament from the ground up. We negotiated a contract with M at NBC Sports. We were on big NBC, the uh, broadcast station, and we did that all by ourselves. Um, so for me, that was a really big learning curve, and I was really proud of that accomplishment. When it comes to the PBA, every day that I get to engage with our audience and our bowlers brings me joy and excitement. The fact that we have really upgraded the look and feel, you know, when you're watching the show, it does not feel like your grandfather's PBA. Oh, yeah, it definitely doesn't. Being <laughs> <laughs> able to create that value into from something that people thought was going to go away, that's to me my proudest moment. So it's continuing to work on that. I think, you know, I think it all came uh, to fruition for me actually at the first event of this season when we were down at the Hall of Fame Championship 
in Texas and Tommy Jones, who was uh, about, who just was inducted into the Hall of Fame, bowls a perfect 300 in the championship match. I mean, you couldn't have scripted it. Uh, and I was just like, wow, this is the start of something amazing. And in front of his family. Right, again. <laughs> and, and to have to see him, and he's so humble, right? At the same yeah. time, uh, that was, it. I have to say, that was a, a great experience to see not only his induction, and then, of course, him just that performance, uh, absolutely incredible all week long. Uh, you know, and those are the stories that you want, right? You want to tell all those stories. And I've heard you say that many times. Uh, back to January, you just mentioned the, the BPA Summit. Uh, you know, that was your opportunity to get in front of this group for the first time in a while. And uh, that was one of the first things that stood stood out in what you said. We want to tell. We want to continue telling these stories, and we need to tell the stories. Uh, I think we just take them for granted. So. Uh, those are just little little bits uh, that, that you can use. And so, so far your stories, uh, and you've, you, you guys are sharing so much uh, content. What would you say would be your favorite story that you've gotten to tell uh, through your players? That is a really good question. I think, you know, I think there is a story of family that is an underlying thread throughout bowling, right? So like uh, you guys know from being on the center side, it's families who keep us in business, who come back year after year and create traditions on our lanes. And it's really cool when those traditions can happen at the highest level of competition. And so to see what Kyle Troop was able to do um, when he was bowling uh, at our doubles event, um, bowling with Jesper and Guppy Troop was there in the audience just a, you know, a few a mere weeks after they lost their mother. Um, yeah. You know, that was a real moment that I'll, I'll never forget. And I think it speaks to how important tradition and family has always been for bowling and how it's not only, you know, at the very top, it's it's at our local lanes as well. So what were, what would have been like some of the tougher decisions that you've had to make? I mean, the toughest was postponing this tour. And, you know, we were on air on March 15th. Like, think about that. We were the last live sporting event yep. <laughs> on television. Like, that's going to go down in history. Um, so that has been, to, to date, I mean, that's been one of the toughest decisions we've had to make. What do we do? When do we do it? Do we call it before? Do we let this show go on? Does everybody feel good about it? And we polled our bowlers. We made sure that they had a say in it. So I think, you know, as, as a young female, I think I also have these challenges of, being this bit of uh, fish out of water, and but I had the the creativity and the knowledge behind me that says, you know what, I might get a lot of pushback, but I know that I'm doing the right thing, and I have the support from the people who believe in me and who believe in the PBA that we can make these changes happen. So when you know you're not going to please everybody. No. Um, and that's something, you know, that's a hard truth. And I try to stay out of the comments section as much as I can because I know some people don't want music when we're bowling. And I know some people don't want us to cheer until the ball is released. And our sport, again, will not grow if we don't embrace change. Um, you know, if we were, if we, you know, imagine if this was the NFL and we were having people say, it's not fair that they're wearing those helmets. We didn't have those helmets when we were playing in my day. You know, I get it. The, the technology has changed. You're bowling with a urethane ball. You know, you might bowl two-handed, and they didn't do that in your day. That's okay. We honor you for what you did when you were helping to shape this league 60 years ago, and now we're embracing the upcoming, the newcomers who are going to bring this thing forward. 
Yeah, and I, the, the league is a great example of all of that, right? So the, the PBA league was created to honor tradition in a team aspect. And then it just, I mean, you can't, to duplicate what happens in, in that atmosphere uh, is, is incredible. Crackly embracing change. Ah! Oh, oh. I lost you guys for a while there, and a monster entered the screen. Yeah, uh, you know what? I don't know what happened there. Uh, we, we keep we, for some reason we got a we, we got blipped there. Uh, so wait, who's this monster? Yeah, this is Benson, named after Olivia Benson on Law and Order SVU. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. Hey, so I was just asking. I don't know what you heard there. Um, I was asking about the league and and sharing your thoughts about what the league has become. Uh, basically uh, back to the point of trying to embrace change and build something new. No. Well, that's out of the box and, and absolutely insanity, which if you stayed in the comments section, you'd know that there's both sides of the spectrum there. Yeah, and I've been to Bayside and I love it. And I think it is the best atmosphere. What I also love about the league is that think about how you engage and how you play bowling for most of your life. You're a league, you're a youth league bowler. You bowl at your high school in a team. You bowl NCAA or a college on a team. You bowl in a league. And then suddenly we're expected to just have, you know, individuals. So I love the idea that this is team bowling at the highest level. Yeah, in an absolutely in insane environment. environment. <laughs> yeah, I think, sorry, the monster wanted to get on the bed. Um, <laughs> I think that for now it's in one insane environment, but I would love to expand the PBA league. So right now we really just play the Elias Cup. Um, and in the future, I want to have a lot more league action throughout the course of the season. So, you okay. know, we launched, uh, we expanded to two new teams. We have a team now out of Milwaukee, uh, the Brew City, and then we have a Vegas team as well. And we're going to do our draft this Sunday at 7 p.m. on Flow Bowling. Um, it'll be exciting to see what these new expansion teams look like. And then possibly really looking at how do we maybe even play in home markets and try to create a really homegrown fan base in each of the markets where we have a team. That could be a really good opportunity to grow overall visibility behind PBA. Yeah, and I think I think if I remember the original concept behind the, the league was that it just wasn't it couldn't wasn't wasn't executed at the time. So that's yeah. all. Hey, uh, so a question from one of our viewers. Uh, so are you uh, are the guys chomping at the bit to get the tour started while Belmo is stuck at home? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, well, it's it's true they. Everybody wants to get on the lanes. You know, our guys are pretty crafty and they're probably trying to figure out ways to, to bowl. Uh, I mean, I know Sean Rash set up a lane right on the sidewalk in front of his house, but um, with, with, with our international players unable to come to the U.S., um, we're going to have to think creatively for what some of our tournaments are going to look like. Yeah, and it, talk a little, so you've been uh, you guys have been creative also in this in this time frame and, and staying in touch with folks. So talk a little bit about the live streams that you're doing with the players. Yeah, so we're doing uh, we have a show that airs every Wednesday at seven p.m. So that's tonight, um, right? It is Wednesday. I have no yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's birthday, so I know it's the thirteenth, but I don't know what uh, year it is. Um, 
So every Wednesday at 7 p.m., it's the PBA Q&A hosted by yours truly, and we interview the biggest names uh, on the PBA tour. Tonight, we're going to be talking to Norm Duke. Um, and it's really great. We get to do um, some trivia with them. We get to know them. And uh, we're learning a lot about these bowlers. And it's just a great way to stay engaged with our audiences, as you guys know, uh, through digital channels is so important during these days. Yeah. And then uh, what, what content uh, is on Flow Bowling for people to get their fix right now? So we're doing re-airs of the 2019. I think we've gone through the 2020 with the 2019 tours on re-airs. We're also re-aired on FS2. Um, so all of those dates we post when we're going to be showing uh, re-airs of the 2019 season. Um, on Flow, they also have some really great documentaries that are coming out. The Simo one was re-released. Um, so a lot of new content on there. Uh, and, and it's just a, a great, if you're a bowling fan and you don't have Flow Bowling, you're really missing out. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And I, there was, there are some great things there. Hey, before we let you go, I, I want you to uh, just put your other hat on for a moment. Uh, so, uh, how many bowling centers have have you guys seen and starting? Have you been able to open throughout the country uh, in the beginning phases uh, here? We have opened twelve bowling centers in Georgia, three in Oklahoma, and on Saturday we will open. Uh, on Friday we will open four in Florida, and then I think we have five or six opening up in Arizona on Saturday. And, and what does that look like so far for the ones that were open? Um, you you know it's it's. It depends on the day and it depends on the time. Um, I think right now we're seeing okay numbers coming out of Georgia. I think everyone needs to feel a little bit more comfortable. However, what I will say is the feedback from everybody who's been to the centers has been amazing. Uh, they understand that we are doing everything possible, you know, and we're actually taking it above the mandatory level. So everyone is wearing a mask. Everyone is given a mask. We are doing temperature checks for our employees. We are sanitizing every single ball after it's used. Nobody's sharing balls. We're sanitizing shoes. We have only uh, snack bar food options. You order at the bar, we give you your food. No more serving it at the table. So we are going to great lengths um, to make sure we're in compliance with the CDC and then also going even above and beyond that. That's great to hear. And a little at a time. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to take some people a little time to feel comfortable going back into uh, centers where they're going to be around other people. It's... Uh, it's going to take a little while. Yeah, and I think every market's different. So, you know, uh, proprietors need to be able to adjust. Um, you know, we we started with 10,000 employees. Obviously, this is heartbreaking for everybody who's involved, um, you know, to see what, what this is doing to the larger economy. But even when you just think about it at the bowling centers, I know that not everyone is going to survive this. Yeah. Um, and as much as we compete against each other, we're in this together um, as a bowling community. So, you know, the PBA is here to do our part during this time. Hopefully, uh, hopefully by the end of this week, we'll have some big announcements to make uh, that'll help bring more audiences able to engage with bowling, even if they can't get to their centers. And then hopefully that'll trickle down to getting back to the centers when everyone is safe uh, to go out. That's great. And, you know, the, the PBA is, is, the, is the largest consumer brand for, for our uh, for bowlers. So, you know, you, you take that. I think we take that grain of salt and assume that it's there. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when you look at iTunes and you see that the PBA game is up in the top 10 uh, a lot of times, <laughs> people are still getting their bowling fix at home. So, yeah, download the mobile game, download the console game. I just got my husband who just turned 44 a PlayStation 3 for his birthday. And of course, we got 
pro bowling because it's the best game on PlayStation 4. It's <laughs> awesome. Hey, before, I know you've got uh, you've got something to get to. Do you want to uh, ask that it, question? No. <laughs> um, uh, do you, uh, is there anything else you want to share on the PBA? Yeah. You've shared a lot uh, before, before you go do what you have to do at this point. I just want to say, you know, a lot of our players are out there producing content. If you're watching it, give a like, share it. You know, engagement is key during this time. We want to grow our fan base, grow our audience. We know you're watching, so just engage with us because we're here for you guys at the end of the day. Um, I want to thank all the bowling fans who are in the front lines and the healthcare workers. We wouldn't be here without you. Um, and we're going to do everything we can to bring bowling back as safely and quickly as possible. Cool. You are the best. Hey, Coley, thank, thank you, you so Coley. much. Uh, stay healthy, and we'll see you yes. soon. All right, hopefully in person next time. Thank you, yeah, guys. Right. Absolutely. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, she's great, and uh, her energy uh, has shows. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I had the, I met her when, uh, back when she was doing her job at Bolero, Bolero. At, at, yeah. at one of the U.S. Opens, we were presenting a check and, and trophy, and uh, she was excited just to be in that role, and you can see it. Uh, and they've done so much. So uh, it, people, Bolero gets a, a bad name because of, of what's happened in the market. They salvaged a lot that, you know, would have, <laughs> God only knows what condition it would have been uh, in at this point. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, she makes a great point. We're all in this together. And... Uh, we are, regardless of who owns what, and they've been doing a great job. There's a right size in the marketplace. They've bought some centers, they've sold some centers, yep. they've closed some centers. So it's going to be interesting to see, especially coming out of this. And in Mark, there are many markets where there are a concentration of bowling centers that we just couldn't couldn't, couldn't handle. sustain. So uh, kudos to them. Uh, they got a lot of flack in the beginning. She talked a little bit about that with the purchasing of the PBA, but you've seen they've done some good things. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, looking forward to, to seeing uh, what's next. Uh, and I, she talked a little bit about bowling centers opening. Uh, so it's all about embracing. Yeah, you know, we'll see the yeah. environment when we get uh, to that point. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I did like Kevin's question, whether or not yeah. <laughs> chomping at the bit specifically uh, because Delmo was uh, was home. Uh, hey, I want to answer another question here that was asked, Don Schwed. Uh, so, yeah, several bowling centers around the country have been able to open it by May 15th, uh, and it's, it's all based on the governor's plans. Uh, so our – here in New York – uh, if you're paying attention to anything, <laughs> entertainment centers. It's hard to miss it. Yeah, entertainment centers have been identified in Cuomo's uh, phase four of his plan, uh, which, if which anything, is the final phase, which is the final phase, which we knew we had a feeling that we yep. would be the last to open. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, we're anticipating some sort of July, maybe August one opening at this point, uh, where we haven't cleared. New York City hasn't cleared all the seven. Criteria right. to uh, to open in phase one uh, to start phase one, which is construction and manufacturing. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Stay tuned. But you know, bowling centers around the country are starting to get open, and it's, uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska. I, I don't know if I talked. To, I talked a little bit about this yesterday, but on another interview in Nebraska, bowling centers can have people in their bar and restaurant, but they can't have people we in the bowling center. It, right. You right. know, it's, it's a little it, weird. It's so widespread. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we'll see. Uh, hey, the bowling community wants to know something, Naz. Naz has not made a TikTok video yet. <laughs> I have not. 
I need to continue to watch. <laughs> but there are some very creative things on TikTok. There are. Well, we're not we're not really talking about TikTok. <laughs> uh, and, and your daughter had a, had a, had, a, had a great question. Uh, Coley Coley was on a, on a hard time. We had to, we had to let her go. Uh, specifically about the PWBA, and so the PWBA is currently owned by uh, USBC and the, and the Bowling Proprietors Association, and they operate that. Uh, they work hand in hand alongside of the PBA and together. Uh, but at, at this point, I don't believe there's any plans to say, "Hey, we're we're bringing them together." And I think the USBC is is helping um, bring that tour along slowly. And there were a uh, there were a string of events that were scheduled for this summer. Yeah, the, the ladies' bowl in, yes. the, in the summertime. So right. yeah, and uh, unfortunately, um, that has been uh, pushed back. And uh, but it, uh, even like we talked about with the pro tour, you know that I think is um, is important for youth leagues to have that aspirational, like you said. Um, uh, thing for kids to have something to look forward to yeah well you can't and the ladies and the ladies that have been on our show have all expressed that too uh everybody has it's so important to have them in the marketplace and bowling on yeah. on tv and have exposure to your point especially these young ladies didn't have that full aspiration value right, right. it was collegiate bowling and then right poof. and then right i'm done i'm, I'm done. done now you know they go bowl junior gold yeah. which that event had grown so much then they got to bowl collegiately and they didn't have a tour to go bowl yeah. and now they do yeah uh which i mean i can even see in my junior league numbers the like the boys outnumber the girls by a lot i mean there always was an imbalance but now it's even harder and harder so um yeah and we see that and the other right the other thing is there are so many uh, activities that yeah, we do compete yeah, with, yeah. Uh, and and that's growing and different activities, not just the same old soccer, right. baseball, softball. Yeah. You know, the gymnastics and the dance have always been there, but right. I think there's uh, they have grown in our market where you know we were competing, competing right. certainly, yeah, yeah, and without aspirational value. Well, you know what the 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 things that we're competing against, um, even some of the mainstays like soccer. You know, soccer has grown to be a, a, a big draw for young girls to play because of look at the things that have happened in women's soccer in the last five years. Right. You know, so I mean, Even that, gymnastics. The, right. So that has really, uh, that has grown. So, I mean, the fight is to try to, for bowling to try to keep pace with that. So. Um, yeah, the, the stories that have come out of soccer. I mean, you go back to the Mia Ham days, right? You know, then that th this new group, this to exactly what we, we were talking about, this young group of professional athletes, yeah, uh, that have get great exposure uh, and gymnastics. Forget about all the the bad stuff, the good stuff. The, right. the uh, yep. Simone Biles. There are yep. some great stories right. uh, that have generated. And well, if right. bowling was an Olympic sport, we we'd be still having this conversation. Right. It would just be different. Mm -hmm. Right, our our pros would have that other platform. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll keep on, pushing. We'll keep pushing. I, it's it's on all of us. It's it's on all of yeah. us to grow our programs and get more people on the lanes bowling. Hey, uh, so in honor of uh, having Coley with us today, I, uh, the meme of the day <laughs> should be interesting. Oh, this is this was like one of the what a great moment in PBA history. <laughs> oh, this was a good one. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Who do you think you are? I am. That's what I mean here. It's whoever you think you are. 
Yes. Really, a great moment in PBA history that uh, is still talked about, still made fun of. Yeah. It hits the Twitterverse every so often. Um, it was he talked about it on ESPN for uh, for days and for months. So that's a, <laughs> a meme of the day. Hey, we've been also showing some old photos. I've got two today. So again, uh, on oh, the PBA side. What do you got, so, uh, I got two. Uh, I'm going to go to 1997. Back in time. Back in time. Oh, uh, look at Parker's hair. <laughs> Good old Parker Bowen and my dad uh, here. Uh, Remember when the office was that color? Oh that was gross, right? Yikes. Yeah. And your desk was in that, it, right behind Parker. Yep. There it was. That's my layer now. Where you are now. Yeah. yeah. The stat desk. Look at that Okijata printer <laughs> on the left side of that. Uh, the hair and the mustache. That, that's 97. This August 11th or November 8th, I don't know which one this is. Uh, this wasn't, <laughs> this must have been Youth Games. Uh, it might have been when he was games? here, so it was probably August. It was probably when he was here to do the, uh, his little thing for the youth games. Which we showed other pictures we of. We should have go back and look at the shirt he's wearing. I got to go. We'll pull those out. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's that event, but he's been here so many times. Yeah. He's a good yeah. friend. Uh, but I, I said Or that it could have been in November. It could have been. Either one. I don't know. Like you said, he's been here plenty. Uh, and then I got another photo. So this is fast forwarded 11 years. We've talked about this event on the show because uh, several of you that watch – um, have been, brought this up. And so here's Kenny Soto getting some tips oh, from Brian, Brian Voss. His name came up yesterday. Oh, no, two days ago. Yeah. When we talked with Nelson Figueroa. Yeah, Nelson Figgy brought up Pete Weber and Brian Voss. Who, who would have thought? But look at that. Handsome Ken Soto. And the handsome Brian Voss. And the handsome Brian There's Voss. almost too much handsomeness there. <laughs> what do they call him on Monday nights? They call him. Uh, no, they call Kenny. Uh, Mr. Joe and Joe. Mr. Handsome. Mr. Handsome. Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Mr. Gorgeous. Mr. They call him Mr. Gorgeous. I think on Monday nights, right? I don't know if it's Mr. Gorgeous. I'm not sure. <laughs> so Kenny got a look at that. Kenny got another shout out today. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Liz just sent me something that I I felt compelled to look at. Oh, do you want to share? Can we share it? No, not until I get permission. <laughs> He does look like George Cotella a little bit. He's talking about Brian Voss in that photo. Oh, with the wavy hair and the, <laughs> yes. So, Naz, you know what we haven't talked about in the last couple of days? Food! What's been on your dinner table the last couple of days? Uh, let's see. Last night was, um, we ordered from the hop shop. We got home and oh. he wanted burgers. I didn't have any chopped meat. So, the hop shop is five minutes from my house. Right on Van Duzer there. Yeah, they were delicious burgers we got. Liz had some buffalo cauliflower. 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's what, what did you have? Uh, Rob recalls the uh, that clinic. Yeah, yeah. You, were, you were there somewhere. I have some other photos, but you know, I, I can only I'm only showing a couple at a time, but I've got some good ones. Uh, last night. It's today? Today's, Today's Wednesday. Today would have been Tuesday I barbecued night. last night. I grilled asparagus and some, oh, swordfish. We had some swordfish. Swordfish. Oh, so you, you're, you're packed in with your food, huh? <laughs> I'm, due, I'm, I'm due for a delivery, so I'm, I'm a little, I, we're having chicken. 
so tonight. So. You sure? Not pizza? No, we're not having pizza. We're having chicken. Well, it's hard because now I have a lot of work piling up. So uh, when I go home, it's like nonstop. I'm trying to get all the leagues finished up and talking to the league officers and helping them through their payments and how to do things and, you know. So there's a lot going on. So for me to cook sometimes is is a challenge within bit. itself. It's a challenge without the work at the moment. Now that we're now that we're actually working again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually would rather uh, be cooking. To be honest, I mean, wouldn't we? I all? enjoy cooking. Uh, at the same time, we have it. We have things to get done, right? <laughs> Got to get done. Uh, trying to put a finality to the bowling season so we can get ready for the next one. Uh, that's certainly certainly a challenge with it within itself. Yeah, I, I, I mean, our I sent you a couple of photos. Our pantry and the refrigerator looked like oh yeah, you did send me an episode yeah. of Chopped. Like you could just go and it's because all the deliveries kind of came at once, right? And so you have to carefully pick out what you're going to use because right. if you don't, right, psh, and you don't want to lose anything. You don't. You don't really right. You don't want anything to go to spoil, no. right? Or waste it. No, no waste. No, no. Right. So, hey, uh, tomorrow's Thursday, so that transitions right into we're going to talk more food tomorrow. More food. A weekly check-in with Pamela Silvestri. Pam. We'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm all right. I think this orange citrus is making me, like, loopy. It might be. I don't know. Making, yeah. I, I, I'm not getting it at this point, so it's, 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 well, it's, it's making you loopy. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so tomorrow yeah. here on Live from Rabs, uh, 2 o'clock, uh, we've got Pam Silvestri, uh, a Staten Island's food guru and the editor of the Staten Island Advance and will she, will food she section. Is she bringing somebody with her, maybe? Hopefully. I believe she's got guests and friends that she's oh, bringing she with brings her. Friends. I like she likes she to bring friends. She brings friends. She has a lot of friends, Pam. She does. She's very, very sweet. And we're excited that she uses uh, our show to bring our friends yeah, on. Yeah, we like that. Have some good conversations. I mean, last week we talked about pizza, some frozen pizza. Yeah. I, I, we talked about everything. But a couple of weeks ago, we talked about figs. We had the whole fig rundown. My fig trees. Actually, I think I think I saw some buds. So we might have something happening. I don't know if it's actually going to, like for this season, but we're right. hoping but that maybe sometimes it takes a year something. The lemon tree actually has some nice buds on it okay. too. That's good. <laughs> I'll be back to uh, to pick up some lemons. <laughs> it's going to be a while before we get some lemons. Mr. Gorgeous is what they call them. <laughs> Mr. Gorgeous. There you go. Thank you, John, for helping us out there. I don't think it's Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> I don't no, know who, who okay. Mr. Big Stuff is, but definitely not Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> You're so He's funny. Very kid. funny. Hey, and Saturday, back to Pro Bowlers, the one and only. Wendy McPherson. Hall of Famer. Right here, ladies and gentlemen. Well, not here in the building. We really don't know anybody in the building. <laughs> But she'll be there on your screen. You let Greta back in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> barely let her in. But we're not letting anybody else in. Nobody else uh, so, no, Wendy McPherson, the one and only, will be with us Saturday. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday, we're, we're, we're going to be on at a special time. One o'clock on Sunday. And we will have uh, the New York Post and Daily News writer. Wait, are you uh, ready to Peter, are you, Oh, we're ready to tell Yeah, me? I'm ready. All right. We're ready. You, you could have been a little bit more excited Peter, to be Peter, like. Peter, Peter Bote will be here. And say he's that again? Just, on Sunday, special time, 1 o'clock, who's going to be here with us? Peter Bote. I'm, I'm pronouncing his name the fancy way. I'm not sure that's the way he pronounces it, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, and, so, yeah, we got a little Mets on Monday, so now we're going to balance it out with some Yankees on Sunday. 
believe he also covers the Islanders. Yes. So he's going to maybe talk a little hockey if you're interested in hockey. Um, so uh, Joe, I believe, is going to be with us on Sunday, too. Yeah, so Joe Cal, uh, he might have a lot of useless knowledge for, for us on both Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we like when Joe's here. So Joe's back in the studio the whole weekend. We're excited to have Joe back. Yeah. So. Uh, two o'clock through Sunday, and then Sunday we're on at one o'clock. Sunday special at one o'clock time for our special guest, and then next week we re- we've got um, a great slew of guests, including our borough president. Our borough president Jimato is going to join us, talk a little bit about what's going on here in Staten Island and the work that they've that they've done. So body, he pronounced it like body. Okay, it's Peter Body. Oh, you're being corrected. I am corrected. I like that. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Thanks, okay, Joe. So Peter Body, not or- Bote. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, and also uh, the one and only uh, Mike Pellegrino will, Slots is going to be joining us next week. I'm With not stories. sure what day, but uh, get your stories ready and get your ears ready because Mike's <laughs> got a lot of stories. And two days of baseball. So Sunday – and then Monday, we have the guy from Will Smith and TJ from the Staten Island Yankees joining us. So Yankees, two days in a row, we're going to talk. Yeah. See, well, you know, the, the, see, I don't want to hear anybody complaining. We don't give So for money. our Yankee fans out there, uh, we have to deliver a little content for you uh, and not just shove the Mets down your throats. Yeah. <laughs> so Monday, uh, yeah. Monday. That'll be fun. Will, I, you know, it's funny. We're going to post that Will Smith's going to be on our show. Right. Yes. And they're going to be a little disappointed. Jada will come. (laughs) Well, that's his wife's name. That's the funny part. It's true story. I'm aware. I know. (laughs) So, well, we've got a a great week ahead, and uh, we, we, you know, it's it's been fun. Yeah, we keep going. Oh, you know, I I made a note here. So, uh, Coley mentioned that March fifteenth. Rob Butler, I may have to find other programming. Oh, don't worry, Rob. <laughs> you know, it always comes back back to the Mets. It's all good. Uh, so before Coley mentioned that on March fifteenth, it was bowling was like the was the only, only live sport that was on. And I remember that day. sitting here and we, I ran in the bar and <laughs> yeah. said, "Hey, we got to put on bowling." And they looked at me like I was crazy. I said, first of all, we put bowling on every week. Two, uh, it was I was more excited than usual because it was the only, only live, live sport. Yep. And there was somebody in the bar watching. A 1980-something Yankee game. And I'm going, you really watching that? I'll put that on the other TV so I can right. put it on out here. He goes, you're going to put bowling on? I said, yeah, it's the only live sport. On and we're today. in a bowling center. Yeah, Hello. exactly. And then he goes, oh, okay. Oh, I like watching bowling. And I just looked at him like, but you wanted me to keep the 1980 Yankee game that you know the result of. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. You're looking at the producers. Dennis, you are looking at the producers. Uh, Naz- uh, welcome to the show, Dennis. Uh, Nazareth Larson and Frank Wilkinson are, 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 are – we scroll through our contacts and our friends. We do have a producer, but we actually get the guests. We are the uh, – we, we, we're, the, we're the package. We're the hosts. We're the talent search. Liz is, in, Liz is uh, the producer, right. technical, making sure we're staying in check here because uh-huh. if we don't – uh, then we've got a problem, but she does keep us in in check, <laughs> even though she's she said stuff to her mother. <laughs> Naz gets like a little squirrel, squirrel, 
<laughs> yes, and it probably was a win, but you already that show, that 1980 Yankee game, but nobody cared because you knew the results, and it was the only thing on TV, and it really wasn't. Anyway. Not bad for a couple of hacks. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say that is funny. So uh, SI Live uh, is started a, a, new, a new section and a new uh, – I don't want to call – it's an online column. So Staten Island Advanced through SA Live is starting this uh, Staten Island Thought. I, I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's Staten Island Thought, Thoughtful Staten Island. Yeah, or, something was thought with And the it's word bad because I was interviewed for this, and I don't remember the segment. But uh, it's a great on SA Live in this in the top left hand corner where all the sections are. There's a new one. It's hashtag Thoughtful SI. I, I, something like that. Uh, and they've got some great pieces in there. So anyway, so yesterday they shared. <laughs> they were sharing this list of all the live shows. Uh, on available from that content that's coming out of uh, local businesses here on Staten Island, and uh, <laughs> friends at Gotham Trinity Productions shared it. And of course, uh, we were mentioned, and I said thank you, and uh, mentioned that we have lots of homegrown talent on this list, which is great. And then Naz gets on and comments, "Well, not bad for a couple of hacks." Oh, I, I didn't say no. That's not what I said. Uh, well, I, I said uh, a great lineup or a great pool of talent. And a couple of hacks. And a couple of hacks. So the first thing was everybody was like, who is she calling a hack? And first of all, anybody who knows me knows I would never call anybody else a hack. I was probably talking about myself. And uh, so somebody Well, I was said, being funny. So I wrote, she's probably talking about me. Right. So then, uh, yes, I was talking about us. Uh, so although they tried to make it into a big incident, I was just talking about us. Really? Some of those people, that's what they do for their living. This isn't what we do. But Nez, who we cares if they do it for a living? We are a we're doing good, though. We're the, for, we were of the first to be doing this. You're right. They copied us, I, I, which is I great. I love it. That. I think that's the best which, form of flattery. Again, not bad for a couple of hats. Yeah. And we keep getting praise for our production value. I mean, well, we should. I mean, really, who was the guest we have? Ratings Bonanza. Now, Nobody even. Figueroa. And, Come on. And if you and if you and if you actually Pete pay attention, I, I, we didn't get Pete Weber. Some of them don't even get more than ten people watching their show on a daily I basis. I understand. Well, Pete Weber should be on the list. By the <laughs> and way. I love them all. Pete Weber's on the list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nailing him down's got to be a little probably difficult. Pete Weber's on the list. Uh, but we have really we've had the the goat on here. We've had. He's not the goat. He'll tell you he's not the goat, but he's he's going to be. He's going to be. Romo is going to be. Uh, he's going to. And wait, the PBA just started their live stream show that Coley talked about a, a little while ago. Which you get and that guess idea. Who get, wait, guess who their guest is tonight? Oh, guess who? Norm Duke. Oh, Norm Duke. Where oh. did Norm Duke appear before? Here, right here, <laughs> right here on Live from Rap. So you know, not bad for a couple of. Hacks. Not bad for a couple of hacks. <laughs> Your hacks. We're here because of you guys. Oh. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna Pete Weber's on that list, so we're we're working it. Uh, you know, and and this really has been this has been fun. I, I we hope I, I say it all the time. Uh, we hope that you guys really do enjoy enjoy watching us. You guys send us some great messages, and please yeah. continue to send us the messages. That we sometimes us. need the encouragement. We yeah, because so. it could be easy just to say, yeah, we're not coming in tomorrow. Yeah, we're not coming in today. <laughs> I mean, that almost happened. There was a moment last a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know what, Naz. Let's just skip a day. We're just going to skip a day. <laughs> but we didn't. We, we got through it. Well, you know what? We had, we knew we, we probably, because that happens to me too. Sometimes you just have so much on your plate. You're like, you know what? I, I, I'm not sure I could really squeeze this in. 
you know what? We, I think we not only do it for them, it's kind of us showing up for each other too. Because yes. we both know this is a difficult time for both of us. I mean, both of our businesses are, you know, I don't mean, I'm not going to get all into it, but this is some time for both of us. And we're kind of showing up for each other too. You know, committed to each other and committed to that's cute. To this, uh, oh, I'm sorry. That was sweet, but it's true. It I, is I, true. I, it is very true. It, it's true. We should. Hu- we'd hug it out. Other. We'd hu- we should be hugging it out. We should be. Well, <laughs> we're not hugging. Air hugs. Air hugs. Air, air hugs. Oh, uh, uh, but yeah, and I and I think that's uh, that's what we all are. I think that's what we're all doing here. We're showing up for each other and, uh, and for them and for them. I said I said them first. But also for us. It's always about us. It's like, just a, it, it just always a, comes just back a couple to us. of hacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you go back and watch episode one and two and three and four, you might have. We really were hacks. We just we set up. We, we just we didn't know what the hell we were doing. But now we've learned so much. Naz, we got a great uh, intro. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for the offers to start coming in. To you know, we, we although for, although Frankie gets them all the time. He gets invited to be for on a stuff. couple of hacks. Wait a second. Our premiere show had the one and only Bill O'Neill. <laughs> like, I know. For, for, for I'm real. not surprised that Dennis asked us who, who, do, who do we have booking our uh, our guests. <laughs> Hear it. This is what books our guests. My <laughs> cell phone and his cell phone. You know what? Uh, this is the, anybody, you know, honestly. Oh, boy. Most people are sitting at home and really not doing much of anything. I am widening my scope. Since I know we're now going to be here longer, I'm let loose. I'm I'm going to text everybody I know. We need. We don't need agents. You know what? We we need agents because we want to make the money. I don't want an agent to have to go pay someone to go get to do the work that we we've been doing. I mean, really. I know. I, I, I you know what? I didn't realize I picked Snarky as my as my as my. Oh, you understand. You are a little snarky. As my mood, and I guess I really am snarky today. But no, you know what? You called us a couple of hacks. I'm going to go back to this. You know who's been on it? No, 52 episodes, Liz. 52. 52 episodes, 54 days we're doing this. We took two days off. Do you really know who's been on this show? Who we've had? We've had, we're almost at 90,000 views. That's real. You know what, honestly? We keep it real. That's why, When we go over 10,000. Hundred thousand. Oh, when we go over, I think we're gonna have. We're almost there. We're gonna. We should have some balloons. Maybe we have a cake. That'll be breaking news. Uh, See, look, Ronnie. Nobody's allowed to 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 bother him between two and three thirty. And you know the funny part of, you know, we always laugh about this. And you've heard us say this before. This started. Naz goes, well, how long are you gonna? Uh, how long is the show gonna be? 30 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> the first show was an hour. And then now we've been on for more than an hour. Nelson figured out we were almost on for two hours the other day. Well, he used a lot of words. <laughs> he was he was a great guest. And he was so super smart. He used a lot of words. Oh, you know, uh, the lie. I suggest the producer puts live commenting on a five-second delay. <laughs> Are you seeing? I don't know. I don't know what we're getting at here. Uh, if, if am I showing them as somebody doesn't see? Joni, you got to clarify here. What's happening? Are you seeing a comment after we've already talked about something? I mean, I just keep clicking just to show people's comments because that's fun too. Oh, and we've even had Kevin work on. We had Kevin work. I mean, really, the one and only. Uh, so uh, this is this has been fun. 
this has been fun. We do enjoy it. We were extended to uh, <laughs> May 15th, and really that's continuing until... Yeah, yeah, we're going to be here a while. Kingdom Come. Yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate you sticking around and, and listening to us. We vented a little bit, but that wasn't in the plan. No, it wasn't in the plan, <laughs> but it was good. We got it out. We got past it. That's because you called us a couple of hacks. <laughs> a couple of hacks. Come on. Really. When we when we Oh, Noni's watching. About, Hi, Noni. Um when we first talked about doing this, you know, it was unknown, unlike everything else that was has been going on. We're like, yeah, we'll go on there. We'll like you said, talk for half an hour, but look at what it's grown into. Because we don't when we do anything, it's never no, it's, it's, it's never, never simple. Yeah, it's never simple, and it's never yeah. That's good enough. No, no quality. Yeah, and we have quality control. That's why. That's part of why Liz is here. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, we need a bleep button. No, we don't need a bleep button. I don't know who's watching, but if we really need a bleep button, you uh, know who's not here today? Who's not here today? Yeah. Was he here yesterday? Who? Quiet. I know. Brian Bass. Oh, I know. Brian Bass has. I haven't seen him in a couple days. I hope he's okay. Brian Bass, we miss. We actually miss you in your comments in the in 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 the in the, in the section. Maybe he's watching it later on. But he's been. If he's here, he's been quiet. Yeah. Kenny Soto, I think, is working because he hasn't been here either, or he's been quiet. Right. Um, you know, a couple of things before we before we go. Uh, live on this show, we launched a talent show. Yes. We launched a talent competition. We've got some entries. We're looking for more. Uh, we want you. To, we want to showcase your talent. So please visit bowlatrabs.com backslash talent because we want to see your talent and we want to showcase it and we want to crown a winner and of Rabs Got be, Talent. It doesn't have to be singing. It could be dancing, gymnastics. If you do something funny with your – a trick with your dog, um, do anything. Anything that's – I corrected myself. I didn't know where you were going there because that, well, that, that could have went really it south. It could, it could have, but I, I fixed it. Whoa. And John Wilde has even been on the show. See? Uh, uh, see? You know, you never know what's going to happen here. Uh, so submit your videos. You have until Friday. Friday, yes. Friday, Friday, Hello, May people? 15th. And then be, the voting period will open. It'll be like, you know, you're going to be the next Julia Gargano. <laughs> Imagine. Which, quick. <laughs> Just one more Wait thing. Wait a second. American Idol, because of all of this, it's really been ratcheted up. And so yeah. if you really pay attention, they went from 20 to 11 to 7, and now this week's the finale. It's crazy how how it like – Usually it's one a week right, you get rid right. of or oh, no, two people. They zipping right through. Like double, the so double elimination used to be seven up. Seven, seven to a winner. To a winner? Yeah, oh, this week – This upcoming week is going to be the – Wow. Yeah, without a doubt. Wow. that's Yeah, that's a, that's a lot less drawn out. Well, uh, probably Katy Perry's running out of costumes to wear. She finally, <laughs> this week she changed. You know, she put the, had the costume on, but then she changed. Right. And she had to. Uh, so speaking of talent, submit your talent. And, uh, you know, we have to cheer on hometown girl, Julia Gargano. I Vote think that's exciting. For Julia when you can. Uh, obviously, voting is closed now. But she's, uh, you know what? It's not even because she's from Staten Island. She is honestly probably the best of that. She really is. She really is Her good. first song this week was a little Yeah. Off. Yeah. But she yeah. redeemed herself, man. Yeah. And, she absolutely did. Uh, but everybody's going to have an off song or, or a song. Uh, she would, that song was a little low in key for her, but I mean, she still did okay. But um, yeah, I thought, uh, I, I think she's, 
definitely, it's tough competition. I mean, and you know what? The stories behind right. everybody that's made it so far is so good. A couple but, of them uh, are going to make it, make it yeah. no matter what. No matter what. They're, they're going to have gonna something. Be, yeah. As always, there's always at least one. And sometimes they're better off not winning. Right. Right. Because uh, then they get thrown that. into that whole, you know, at least a year of obligation to idle events and and that stuff. And, yeah. you know, they kind of get shaped as an artist through that. But, yeah, no, I think this is – yeah, she's great. So I don't know if we're going to get to vote this week because I don't know the lineup. But all I know is Ryan Seacrest ended the show that next week we're claim we're going to crown a winner. So I don't know if it's a Sunday, Monday voting thing yeah, and then a, a winner. Sunday, so, Monday. I mean, if you get to vote it, she's number 17. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to vote this week uh, for our hometown girl. Yeah. Uh, and then, so Friday is the deadline of our talent competition. And I mean, I wouldn't, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it's also bingo night. And I know look at this. rotary bingo and Anne up. is looking forward to bingo also as am I. Um, so Friday night. Oh, so we have a question here about the talent show. Oh, oh, okay. Can it be a current talent or something I have from two years ago on video? Nancy, show us what you got. Yeah, send it in. Let I us mean, make that. Hopefully, decision. you could still do it because we're going to have you want to come on the show right. and still somewhat perform. But if you can do it, we'd love to. Yeah, absolutely. Submit. We'd love to see it and share it. Yeah. And yeah, you can vote for uh, Julia up to 30 times. And you have the app, text messages, the website. Right. So yeah. we're hoping this week you'll get to vote again. So anyway, so Friday night, uh, bingo, sign up, sinorthshorerotary.org. It's a blast. Bingo. It's a lot of fun. As we've given Frankie away over $3,000 in prizes so far. Yeah. And, and you know what? The prizes are almost even secondary. Frankie and Chrissy <laughs> do a great job. Liz, uh, Chrissy's sister is there helping. And it's fun. I mean, it's a night of... You know, grab your favorite beverage and pull out those bingo markers and have a good time. So you get to design. print out your cards. You play online with us. We give away right, uh, local restaurant gift cards, Visa cards, Amazon cards, cash. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the winner got we had two big winners this week. The fifth, yeah. the money raffle. We had over four hundred something dollars, I think, and then the uh, the the jackpot winner for the full card was four hundred dollars. Yeah. And our very own Melissa Camera won the first week. She won week one. So. Anybody can play. We go live on Facebook Friday night, 7 o'clock. Oh, go get your bingo cards yeah. and join us. Uh, we raise a, a few bucks for our community, and uh, it's it's really more about having something to do <laughs> while Friday all this – It's a fun Friday While all night. this is happening around us. And it is happening. <laughs> Thank God it's happening a lot less. So. 7 o'clock Friday night, Nancy. Bingo. Uh, check it out. SINorthShoreRotary.org backslash – Bingo. And we go live from Inside Raps. It's awesome. Because we already have a song. studio. Because these hacks have a studio already for them. Thank God. <laughs> the word of the week. Well, hey, Nez. We really kept we it real kept, today. We kept it super real today. <laughs> we kept it extra We real went today. down a whole road. We went down a, a whole road. Of, I, I might uh, even clip that little segment and send it to Mike Bloom, Bloomfield. Oh, about the hack? Because Mike is the one that pointed it out. He said he was going to watch today to see if we went after each other on that. And we didn't go after each other. We just, you know, talked about, yeah, we were real about it. And I have to say, those guys that go live multiple times a day. That's a lot. That is I a know, lot. I know how much this takes up of my day. And, uh, you know, I mean, other than the hour and a half that we're here, I know I'm not like, oh, right, if we're lucky. Um, you know, it, th there's time that I 
put before, you know, kind of doing a little bit of research on whoever our guest is, and then, you know, wrapping up, you know, taking some, whatever it is, it, there's time in addition to when we're actually here. So I can't imagine those guys do it three times a day. I don't know what else they do. Maybe nothing. Nothing. And they talk about nothing. They, they've had some cool guests too. They, yeah, uh, they've had they bring a lot of stuff. local business yeah, owners on yeah. and they talk. They're, when they're on, they're on late at night. The one night, that their late night show, they were on for like three hours. They're past midnight. Like, cool, That's cool. a lot. Uh, but they have a good time. So if you check them out, there is that list that we're going to share. Lots of great local yeah, uh, talent awesome to see and that content that's being delivered from different partners that we that we work with, too. So yeah. uh, we'll, we'll share it. Check it out. I mean, you've got nothing else better to do. So if you want to listen to some yeah, local grown podcasts yeah. or live streams, I actually leave it on the background, some of them. And just like this morning, uh, Jacqueline Tacarante has she does one community corner right. and uh, she had the the young lady from Emma's place. Uh, and I've heard a lot about them, but it was nice uh -huh. to hear about her story from right. her. Right. And they opened up the place in Snug Harbor. And right. so, uh, yeah, leave it on and listen. Just, yeah. You never know what you might learn. Uh, but you, some of you do. Some of you even put us on your TVs, which I think is That's pretty cool. That's a little scary. <laughs> hey, well, uh, we've yeah. already talked about a lineup for the rest of the week. So we got it all out of the way, Frank. Tomorrow, 2 o'clock, come back and join us. Uh, continue to like and share our posts. Like our page, subscribe to us on YouTube so you get that notification that we are live that from we Inside Wraps. And uh, thank you, Coley. Coley, we she appreciate you. Attorney, uh, Attorney John like didn't uh, come no, in, come in today. I, he didn't. And uh, he, was, he was part of getting Coley on with us. So thank you to John Barinello also. And uh, yes, I know we said it a few times, but we really, we kept it real today. Oh. Uh, Maybe the, a little too real for the general public. Yeah, but that's right. But the most important <laughs> thing. That was awesome. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.